Greetings to one and all and welcome to Leadership Mantra 101 podcast with me Ambut Saxena and Miss Nidhi. Today we have with you readings from the book titled Presentations that Persuade and Motivate published by Harvard Business School Press. That moment you have been dreading has come. You have to make a presentation to a group already your stomach is churning and your palms are sweaty how will you get through this experience it helps to realize that you are not alone many people even the most accomplished public speakers feel everything from slight nervousness to outright terror before they give a presentation In fact one study revealed that an alarmingly high number of people would rather have unnecessary surgery than give a speech but despite the butterflies in the stomach sensation you can take steps to prepare for and deliver a successful memorable presentation the trick isn't to try to vanquish your nervousness instead it's to get all those butterflies flying in formation as they say in public speaking trade by following some basic but powerful guidelines you can transform nervousness into a positive energy that infuses all your presentations and gets you the results you want are you thinking all this sounds like it requires a lot of time and i don't have that luxury If so consider this the ability to give effective presentations isn't just a luxury skill to acquire it's becoming increasingly essential in the business world even though we are living in an age of technology face to face human communication is still the preferred vehicle for learning and sharing our ideas and insights More and more managers are being asked to make presentations to audiences ranging from their own direct reports and other managers to supervisors, customers and industry colleagues. A manager who can be counted on to deliver effective presentations stands a far better chance of advancing in his or her career than one who doesn't bother to master this essential art. If you need more persuading think about presentations you have attended that turned out to be awful you know that talk in which the speaker droned on for what seemed like hours and you barely managed to keep your eyes open uh, or or the one where the presenter just raced through a series of powerpoint slides filled with tiny unreadable text Though both of these disasters may have had a different twist, they shared one thing. The presenters wasted their audiences and their own time and their company's money. Convinced? Good. You are ready to take your first steps down the path to becoming a powerful presenter. The secrets to successful presentations are simple. The first is preparation. clarifying your purpose understanding your audience structuring your presentation to meet your audience's needs and managing stage fright second is delivery 
capturing your listener's attention at the outset of your speech holding it throughout the rest of your presentation and then deftly handling the question and answers at the end of your talk to that end we have organized the articles in this collection into three broad categories the first is preparing your presentation second delivering your presentation and third strengthening your presentation with powerful tools and techniques though you are welcome to peruse the volume selections in any order you might want to tackle them sequentially if you are new to public speaking or particularly daunted by the thought of giving a presentation if you decide to listen to the articles in the order uh, narrated you'll consider the challenges of preparation first preparing for your presentation what's your purpose as the articles in this section confirm there are many different kinds of presentations each of which has a different purpose think about that upcoming talk you have to give what is its purpose do you need to deliver bad news to your department call for a decision from your superiors on a thorny business matter propose a solution to that nagging problem of high staff turnover in your unit or is your presentation supposed to persuade your listeners to buy into your ideas and to inspire your audience so much that they are motivated to take action for example will you be trying to close a big sale launch a major change effort get the board to approve a risky new investment according to nick morgan in the three toughest presentations persuasive and motivating presentations count among the most challenging public speaking efforts in the business world speeches like these morgan writes require more finesse they are a lot more crucial than merely talking frankly about a product delay to an irate user group or quote and quote analyzing some poor third quarter numbers in front of a skeptical pack of wall street number crunchers quotation closed indeed presentations that persuade and motivate are becoming increasingly important in companies everywhere why the business world is changing faster than ever with new technologies appending old business models customer tastes changing with little or no warning surprising new competitors looming on the horizon and unprecedented global dynamics rewriting the old rules of international commerce managers who can make presentations that persuade listeners to face and respond to such changes bring a much needed skill to their companies persuasive and motivating presentations are important for another reason too many large organizations have adopted a flatter management structure in which managers must get things done by collaborating with others over whom they have no formal authority and the concept of employee empowerment has caught the attention of many companies that want to see workers participating in more decision making simply put it's the rare manager today who can order people around and expect them to obey mindlessly so you have to persuade people to change the way they do things in the workplace 
but don't assume that you can just let the facts speak for themselves when you're proposing a new course of action as Morgan explains in quote build a con presentation that motivates quotes closed your presentation needs to lead your audience through decision-making steps your audience needs to go through the decision-making process journey with you unless they own the decision they won't act on it and as the ancient roman rhetoric rhetorician quantilian pragmatically noted quotes a mediocre speech supported by all the power of delivery will be more impressive than the best speech unaccompanied by such power in short a persuasive delivery packs a far more powerful punch than a factually correct presentation utterly lacking in motivational quality who's your audience when you are preparing to deliver a persuasive and motivating presentation it's easy to believe that the upcoming speech is all about you and your ideas it isn't it's about listeners before you can figure out exactly what you're going to say you need to think about who your audience is and what they'll require from you in order to buy into your argument michael hattersley in quotes the key to making better presentations audience analysis quotes closed describes seven ways you can peer into your intended audience hearts and minds before you start crafting your presentation and speaking of audiences you likely have more than one your audience doesn't consist solely of the people who will be sitting before you while you talk that is the decision makers it's any group that might possibly be influenced or affected by your proposal such as teams whose jobs may be made more difficult thanks to your proposal and the individuals who might exert some influence over the decision makers in the future in addition to defining your various audiences hattersley offers a range of recommendations from deciding what approach is the most appropriate for your primary audience brackets open will you tell them to do something ask them bracket closed and anticipating their attitude towards your proposal to assessing how much they already know about what you'll be saying and selling the benefits not the features of your proposal how should you structure your presentation you clarified your purpose and analyzed your audience now it's time to figure out how you'll structure your presentation what will you say first second third how will you wrap up your talk in quotes open build a presentation that motivates quotes closed morgan takes a closer look as to how to walk your listeners through the decision making journey you want them to travel morgan recommends beginning with a brief story that reveals the problem at hand and speaks to your audience's concerns for example you might relate a conversation you had with a disappointed wall street analyst who was thinking about downgrading your company's stock that will work well if your employees have some equity in the company follow up your story with an honest analysis of the problematic situation then present the good part your solution spell out the benefits of the solution you are proposing then give your listeners an easy easy to achieve step creating 
a to-do list identifying exciting opportunities for their department that they can take immediate, immediately to start garnering the benefits you've described so enticingly. For a com compelling example of how this process worked in a famous historical speech be sure to read quotes open how to structure a persuasive, persuasive speech quotes closed this article maps the sections of Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address which comprised just 250 words and took roughly two minutes to deliver on to the process Morgan describes. How will you manage those beautiful eyes? As a final step in preparing your presentation, you can also take steps to control stretch fright. In fact, it's a good idea to deal with nervousness during the preparation stage. As John Daly and Isa Engelberg explain in Quotes Open, coping with stage fright, quotes closed, you can certainly use techniques to control stage fright during a talk. However, particularly nervous speakers may find it easier to tackle those butterflies during the preparation stage. To that end, Daly and Engelberg describe a wealth of handy strategies for reducing jitters before you walk onto the stage to that podium. Merely understanding your audience and your material, they argue, is a powerful step. The more you know about your listeners and your topic, the more confidence you'll feel on stage. And nothing dispels nervousness faster than confidence. These authors even recommend memorizing the first minute of your presentation. Why? Most people experience the worst anxiety at the outset of giving a speech. By memorizing those first 60 seconds, you'll help yourself over that hump. Delivering your presentation. You've carefully prepared your presentation, clarifying your purpose, analyzing your audience, deciding how you structure your talk and managing stage fright. What are the some things you can do during your delivery to boost your chances of getting the results you desire? The article, quotes open, are your presentations inspiring, quotes closed. In the second section, sets the stage by providing an overview of effective techniques. Using present President John F. Kennedy's address to the citizens of West Berlin on June 26, 1963, a speech that created a sensation among Kennedy listeners, the article lays out basic but potent guidelines. For example, stick to one main theme as you are talking. Repeat a memorable phrase often and appeal to noble principles that go beyond your audience's self-interest. Grab your listeners' attention. In that all-important first 60 seconds of your talk, you can also take steps to capture your audience's attention. Follow the advice of the authors of Quotes Open, six ways to grab your audience right from the start and quotes closed and quotes open. Five ways, five winning ways to begin a presentation, quotes closed, and try to resist the conventional wisdom that says the best way to start a talk is with a one-liner. The number of people who can reliably pull this off is very small. The fact is, good jokes are hard to find, harder to deliver, and quick to expire. So what would you do what you should do instead to open your presentation with a bang. 
relate a personal account of how you came to be involved in the topic at hand. Throw out a quirky fact. Ask a probing, provocative question. These authors provide a rich array of options to choose from, as well as novice examples from actual speeches. Then hold it. It's not enough to captivate your listeners at the outset of your speech. You also have to maintain their attention throughout the rest of the presentation. In Quotes Open, are you listening to me? Quotes Closed. Richard Bayrick describes effective techniques for analyzing listeners' body language to see whether they are still tuned in and then waking them up if they are not. The key is to get your audience actively involved in your talk. For instance, ask for a show of hands on a practice or opinion. Then use the votes as a springboard for further discussion and questions. Also identify a specially attentive member of the audience and develop a non-verbal rapport with him or her through eye contact and smiling. When you catch someone not listening, Beck recommends make him the new person you are relating to. Perhaps other non-listeners will come along. Judith Humphrey adds to Beck's advice in Quotes Open. You are the best visual. Quotes closed. In Humphrey's view, view, you don't need PowerPoint slides to hold your listeners' attention throughout a presentation. You just need you. Humphrey points out that the greatest speeches in human history, JFK's inaugural address, Margaret Thatcher's Falkland Islands address, Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, did not include visual aids. So how do talented presenters keep their audiences tuned in without graphics? They focus listeners' attention on them by walking or sitting among the audience, holding their heads high and using gestures to underscore a point. By emphasizing your physical presence, you prompt your audience to concentrate on you visually, increasing the likelihood, likelihood that you'll get your message across. Questions and others off-the-cuff challenges Capturing and holding your listeners' attention is one thing. But what do you do when the tables are turned or at the close of a talk? When your audience starts firing questions at you? As handling Q&A, the five kinds of listening reveals. For many speakers, the most frightening part of the presentation is the unscripted part, the question-answer session at the end. What if someone asks you a question you can't answer? What if someone turns hostile? What if someone monopolizes the Q&A with a long discussion on some other topic? The key to handling Q&A is listening carefully to the questions and responding with the right technique. This article presents five increasingly rich techniques. The first, giving feedback, is the easiest. You simply provide your attitude towards or evaluation of what a listener asked. But often that isn't enough, especially with a hostile questioner. With a listener who clearly has a bone to pick with you, paraphrase the question in a way that gets at the person's attitude. Here is an example. Quotes open. So what you are saying is that you think I am just giving you the party line. Skillful paraphrasing will elicit a yes from the questioner. He or she is not in agreement with you and you and will be more receptive to your further explanation. 
The article provides three additional Q&A listening techniques as well as a short quiz to help you assess your listening skills. But Q&A isn't the only time when you'll be speaking off the cuff. As Cheryl Wiles explains in Quotes Open, impromptu speaking, quotes closed, you may find yourself called to pull together a presentation on the spot. Quotes open. That's a tall order. Quotes closed. She concedes. Still, you can snap together some strategies that will help you survive the experience, including analyzing your audience as quickly as possible before you get out there in front of them, staying focused on your message as you are talking, and addressing your comments to the entire audience rather than just to a key decision maker or a person who asks a question. Strengthening your presentation In addition to the advice offered in the first two parts of this volume, you may find it helpful to have a handful of extra tools and techniques in your arsenal for further strengthening your presentations. That's where the articles in the third and final section comes in. In six ways to overcome your fear of public speaking, Mike Grenby offers additional tips for vanquishing stage fright before you give a presentation. His suggestions, which range from reciting poems to trusted colleagues, while standing on a table to singing a nursery rhyme with exaggerated humor, enable you to stretch your emotional range, which both relaxes you and makes you more charismatic. And of course, compared with surviving such appalling practice experiences, giving a mere presentation should seem easy. In Presentations 101, John Clayton shifts the focus to graphics. If you must use slides and other visual aids during a talk, Clayton recommends avoiding common mistakes such as cramming too much text onto your slides, blocking the overhead screen with your body and talking to the screen rather than your audience. Presentations that appeal to all your listeners and how to make even weak speeches great enter a different realm entirely. Building trust with your audiences by understanding and adapting to their learning styles. In any audience, some members will learn best by listening, that is auditory, others through physical activity, that is kinesthetic, still others through viewing graphics, which is visual. The most successful presentations appeal to all three styles by providing evocative words, compelling pictures and opportunities for audience members to move, perhaps by raising their hands to vote or something. As Nick Morgan points out, you can even use kinesthetic speaking to your advantage. For instance, by moving closer to your audience to emphasize a point and avoiding body language that may inadvertently send a negative message. Example, crossing your arms communicates defensiveness. This section concludes with the 10 commandments of presentations, which is practical, easy to follow suggestions such as thou shalt keep thy slides to an absolute minimum thou shalt know what time it is at all times and thou shalt neither read nor memorize a speech word for word 
Armed with the advice in this volume's selections, you should be able to tackle that upcoming presentation with a bit less nervousness and a bit more aplomb than you expected. Remember, the keys to successful presentation is understanding your purpose and your audience, managing stage fright, and capturing and holding listeners' attention. Your payoff for careful preparation and skillful delivery? Inspired listeners who embraced your proposal with enthusiasm and a company that appreciates your ability to motivate others and get results.